Welcome back to Half the Battle. I'm your host as always, Daniel Levy, your co-host Shaq. We're going to be talking the money fight, Mayweather-McGregor. And man, the money fight is finally here this weekend. The biggest fight in uh, combat sports history. And Conor McGregor is changing sports. And let's see if he gets the job done. And joining us to talk about the money fight is top 15 UFC lightweight James Vick. James, how's it going, man? Doing good. How are you? Doing incredible, man. So, I mean, dude, are you excited for uh, for this fight Saturday? I mean, a lot of people are saying it's not even going to be a fight. I mean, I'm excited. It's a, it's, um, it's a spectacle. You know, it's an entertainment. Uh, of course, I'm 100% excited. I'm not, I, I don't know how it's going to turn out for McGregor. I don't think he's going to do that great. But I'm excited about the fight. I'll definitely be tuning in. So, you know, for most episodes of Half the Battle, we break down an entire UFC card. You know, we do the prelims, the main card, everything. But here, we only got one fight to talk about. So, in order to make this fun, I, I brought out a couple topics that we should talk about for this matchup. And the starting one is our overall assessment of the matchup. So, Shaq, I got to ask you, man, what is your overall assessment of the matchup? We'll give our prediction at the end. Yeah, um, my assessment of the matchup, I, you know, I got a few questions, you know, Vic, you know, a former boxer yourself, you know, I've always wondered, is it easier to transition from the movement and distance in boxing to MMA or the movement and dis- movement and distance in MMA to boxing? So I'm really uh, curious to uh, see how McGregor adjusts to actually being in a boxing ring and, you know, some of his weapons aren't going to be able to be utilized in this fight. And I'm I'm interested to see the power, the how does power translate in a boxing match against a guy like Floyd who's gone against some heavy hitters like Maidana or Shane Mosley, Canelo. Th- Canelo, things like that. And I want to see how he gets hit, uh, how he reacts when he gets hit by a legit MMA fighter. So, Vic, I mean, what's your assessment of the matchup? And uh, can you comment on the distance thing Shaq talked about? Uh, yeah, I think that um, McGregor's power only plays factor. First of all, when you said power, he only has power in one hand. He never knocked anyone out with a right hook or, or, or hurt him with a jab or anything like that. He, he literally is a left-handed, just one-shot killer with his left hand. But um, I think that's only a, that's only important if he if he connects flush, which there's been one dude connect that flush with Mayweather and Rockham in, in, in 49 fights, and that was the Shane Mosley fights. Um, I just... Uh, I think that, you know, that it's it's not the distance in boxing versus MMA. It's, it's trying to close the distance on Floyd Mayweather. It's just you're fighting the, the greatest, you know, one of the greatest boxers of all time and definitely the greatest one of our era. And, yeah, he may be 40 years old, but like he said, you know, I, he's like, I'm 40, but I still have enough to beat this dude. So um, I just think that it's not – I think Matt McGregor would do great against uh, – uh, you know, a 10-0 boxer, you know, even a 15-0 boxer, because guys, you know, in boxing, they've had their records a lot anyway at, the, at that stage in their career. Um, but I, I just think that it's not it's not the distance and the difference, and, and it's just who we fight. Yeah, I mean, Floyd is arguably the greatest boxer of all time. And, you know, when I went back and watched that first Madonna fight, you know, when I watched it live, I was one of the people that thought Madonna won. But then I rewatched it, and Floyd clearly won that fight. It's just the fact that Madonna was going forward, and he was aggressive, he was brawling. So the commentators kind of fell in love with that, and they would kind of look past the fact that, you know, Floyd was freezing him up with body shots, man. And no one ever talked about that. And when I went back and rewatched it, I actually thought Floyd clearly won the fight. Obviously, he clearly won the second one as well. The clinic he put on against Canelo. The Victor Ortiz fight as well. You know, people try to act like that was dirty, but Victor Ortiz was the one doing the dirty shit with all those headbutts, and he's trying to be his friend after he headbutted him three times. And the ref said, let's go. You know, it's not like the ref, you know, stopped him. The ref said, fight. And Floyd knocked him out. So 
I didn't have a problem with that at all. But one thing I want to say is that I noticed in the Berto fight, and this was his last fight, that you know, even though it was a 12-round domination, I do think that he slowed down a step. Now, I'm not going to say that McGregor is going to beat him based off that, but I sincerely believe that that wasn't the same prime Floyd that we saw, you know, in the Canelo fight, in the Maidana fight. And, and as I say that, you know, that's a late 30s man, so who knows if that was even in his prime as well. But I do think he lost a step in the Berto fight, but is that enough for McGregor to go in there and get this upset? Man, my opinion, my honest opinion, he's going to have to land a flush punch and just in this within the first six rounds, but Floyd's so smart defensively. He knows how to roll with the punches, do the shoulder roll, take the effect off the punches. So, you know, I don't, I don't think so. Vic, did, were you under the impression at all that he lost a step in the Berto fight? I, you know what? I was actually watching the fight um, two days ago when it came on, uh, was replay on, but I only watched like the first four or five rounds before I had to take off. And um, he looked, I didn't feel like he lost a step, but what I did feel is that he can't, like he said, he even says it himself, he can't move around like he used to before. So he's going to stand. He was more five-footed and he, he was, he was more um, head, head movement defense versus foot movement defense. And he wasn't, he's not as able to move as much, but I feel like, um, yeah, I, I feel like he looked good in the fight and everything. Um, and, and Burroughs, a tailor-made matchup for him. But, uh, Now, Vic, were you surprised that Connor fucked up Polly Malinaji like that? And let me preface the question by saying that, you know, before before they were sparring, you know, people were saying stuff like, you know, the cameraman would beat up Connor McGregor, you know, an amateur boxer could destroy Connor. So you know, I know Paulie's way over the hill, and he was never even that great to begin with. But still, the fact that he is, you know, a former two-time world champion, he is a pro boxer, and Conor went out there. I know it was only a 30-second clip, but he fucked him up. I was impressed with that because I didn't expect that. What, what was your assessment, Vic? Yeah, I would like to see, obviously, I would like to see the rest of the round, you know, because um, you, you, you never know how it turns out. But I'm, from what it looks like, uh, Conor probably did, you know, beat him up a little bit. Um, I think Paulie Monaghi made a dumb dumb mistake thinking that uh just thinking that he could uh he could just go i think he probably thought he just had like a regular he has a regular mma guy and i'm just gonna go in there and beat this guy he didn't train he didn't come in shape hadn't been sparring hadn't been you know hadn't been doing stuff and i think he just thought he was gonna come off his couch and, and beat up mcgregor and it, it turned out bad for him yeah, I mean, dude, what do you think about that video? Because, I mean, those shots he was landing on Polly, I mean, those were concussive blows. Yeah, that straight left looked like money, but like we said, Polly's over the hill. Polly has eight losses on his boxing record. It's way past his prime. And when's the last time Polly even took a fight? And Earlier this his, year, and he lost. <laughs> <laughs> throughout his career, Polly always lost to the big names in the sport, you know, Adrian Broner, um, Danny Garcia. So, But those guys are legit yeah, boxers. Those, those guys are legit boxers, but... I think he just, like Vic said, you know, he came in there underestimating him, not in shape. Um, basically was a setup, you know, in a, in a sense, but he got lit up and it was concussed talk. Yeah, now I forgot to m mention the odds because currently it's minus 500 Floyd Mayweather. The comeback on McGregor is plus 435. Depends where you look. In other books, it's minus 400 Mayweather with a plus 300 on McGregor. Now, a lot of people think it's value on Mayweather and it absolutely is in terms of comparing the current line to the opening line because I believe it was like what minus 1200 minus 1500 for that opener 
which it kind of should be based on, you know, if you're looking at this on paper, you can make the argument about the 0-0 guy versus the 49-0 boxer, but I don't view this like, you know, CM Punk going to the UFC and fighting a fighter because McGregor actually is an athlete. He's been in a fist fight before. This isn't a first for him. It's just going to another man's sport that's going to be the challenge. Yeah, and, you know, the line... The the money team, you know, Floyd Mayweather's team, they have a they have a way with these lines. Like, uh, for example, you know, the Adrian Broner and Asher Theophane fight, the line was super in favor of Theo. Uh, well, it was close as where we knew Theophane really didn't have a chance. But come fight day, the line had got so inflated that everyone had to take the chance. And, you know, they got everyone's money and they and they're known for doing it. I mean, the Adrian Broner, Mikey Garcia fight recently. Adrian Broner was like five to one at one point, and then all of a sudden he's like plus one seventy the day of the fight. So they know how to get everyone's money. They know how to make that line enticing enough for you to take that shot, and maybe that's what they're doing here. Now, Vic, I know on paper a minus four hundred for Floyd Mayweather here seems incredible because it should probably be minus a thousand. But at the same time, you know, as a gambling man, would you be willing to lay down that kind of chalk, you know, on a fight like this? Um, how much money are you talking about? Lay down a thousand. Well, I'm just saying, just playing the minus 400. You know, the amount doesn't really matter, but I'm just saying playing a line like that. Yeah, I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it, yeah. Um, uh, it depends. You know, it, it always gets scary when you bet big money like that, and the only reason is is that you never know what can happen as far as um, injuries or um, a headbutt cut and a cut or any, anything like that, you know, one of the guys can go in there and dislocate their shoulder or something or break their ankle, roll their ankle and break it. Or, so you never know. Um, that's the, always the scary part about betting, you know, on sports is you never know the health factor. If someone's going to get hurt or someone's going to get headbutt or something like that. But I mean, yeah, with, for those odds, I think it's very good. Now, Vic, does the fact that Mayweather is eating Burger King on fight week give you any pause in, in picking him, or is he simply trying to sell more pay-per-views with this perception that McGregor has a chance? No, honestly, honestly, God, I think Mayweather is trying to get the odds down so he can, he can bet the money on himself, because he always bets on himself. And um, I think that little that little BS story about uh, about him getting knocked out by the bad Judas flying <laughs> or something, I think someone looked at it or something, you know, um, and uh, 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 what was the original question you just said? Yeah, I mean, like him eating Burger King on oh, Fight Week, is that to sell more pay-per-views? Yeah, I think it's BS. I think it's total BS. I think he, it's, it's, it's all up front. And um, just like he posted videos of him skating but not training and stuff like that. But he's always did that stuff. And, and if you go back and watch a lot of his 24 7 shows and stuff like that, he's always kind of just, BS, but you know he's and McGregor even said that himself. You know he's like I, I don't think Floyd bullshit bullshitting and, and not training and stuff. He can sit there and post that that stuff and him going skating and stuff. But I believe he's in the gym putting in work and training hard. And, and I always think that. I mean, maybe was not where he's at for no reason. You know. Oh, 100%. And I mean, Shaq, I'm completely with Vic in the sense that we know Mayweather's training hard. That's not even the question here. But should a 41 year old man be eating? Burger King on fight week or is it simply a case where I mean this dude's you know he might have been working out a million times and just had one little burger and it was no big deal but yeah. that's what they showed on video and we don't know what might have happened when the camera got turned off he might have took it out of his mouth and spit it out so, <laughs> I mean he's just trying to get any he's trying to do anything to get that line down like Vic said so he can bet on himself and this is what he's known for and you know he said he was eating that burger to put on some weight but 
the guy's going to come in shape. I don't look that much into it. I've seen him eating McDonald's before in camps, uh, like on the 24-7 show, so I'm not going to put that much stock into it. Well, let's talk about what we're betting for this fight because, you know, I'm not about to lay minus 500, and I don't want to take the chance on Connor unless he's plus 1,000, but my man Shaq found <laughs> probably the best prop on this card, and you want to tell him what it was? Well, yeah, you know, I was on uh, five dimes, you know, I was scrolling down, and I saw some props, and I found a prop... Uh, when I initially found it, it was plus 157 for no glove touch after the opening bell of round one. And, you know, Conor McGregor don't touch gloves. Floyd, Mether, Floyd Mayweather rarely touches gloves. He has maybe once or twice throughout his career. But with all the beef, you know, I fully expect him not to touch gloves after the first bell. And shout out to that website for uh, even giving us that prop because I bet it three times at a total of like plus 130. So I'm pretty sure it's free money. I don't think they're going to touch gloves. I hate when guys touch gloves anyways, but <laughs> uh, I, I think it's free money. No, and I mean, for anyone listening, look, they can touch gloves as much as they want during the face-off. It's just immediately after the opening bell of round one, you know, within that 10-second window, they just can't touch gloves there. They can hug as much as they want after the fight. So as long as they don't touch gloves in the first 10 seconds of the first round, we cash uh, this nice bet. You know, I hit it once at plus 110. I hit it once at plus 100. Currently, we're looking at minus 245. That, that's what sharps do. Yeah, I mean, I got it at plus 157, plus 130, and plus 110. Vic, tell me what you think about this prop, man. So we're betting that these two don't touch gloves at the beginning of round one. Well, I think it's a good bet, but what? Sold to each other, bet the house on that or something. Oh no, that'd don't be worry, we bet the house or nothing. <laughs> you know, that'd be nuts. Now, yeah, I think it's, I think it's a pretty. Um, uh, what was that? What was the odds on that again? Like plus one ten. I got it. He got it at plus one fifty seven. He moved the line to plus one ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got it at a, I, to, man, a total of plus one. Good, that's a good bet. To be honest with you, I mean, I mean, like I said, you get scared, but I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be that worried that they're gonna touch gloves. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be worried about that bet. Honestly, I think it's a good, good pick. Now you are picking Mayweather, man, and I mean, we'll get to the prediction here in a second. But I mean, are you thinking this goes the full twelve? Or are you seeing a finish here, man? No, I'm thinking. I'm thinking a finish. I'm thinking within the first eight rounds. I think he's gonna win. I think the one thing that that that. that a lot of people don't understand about boxing is the difference in, in, in when a boxer sets his feet and, and starts punching the difference in power level. People can say what they want to about Mayweather not being the only way to me in my mind, the only way Mayweather doesn't finish this fight is if he hurts his hands or something and just has to move around a lot because Floyd, um, uh, uh, can punch way harder than people think he can. Just like, you know, everyone says, oh, you know, Floyd has no punching power. Bernard Hopkins has no punching power. Well, these guys may have not knocked nobody out in years. But, um, nobody just walks through their shots. When they hit them, people stay off. They, they stay at bay and they're happy losing 12-round decisions. And I think that McGregor is uh, – I don't think he's going to – I just don't believe he has the gas tank to fight 12 rounds. I don't believe it. I think that even if he doesn't get clean and get knocked out by something, I think that he's going to take a knee. He's going to get dropped in the body shot and take a knee, or potentially his corner might even throw him the towel. But I don't see him more 12 rounds. I really don't. Well, you know, it's interesting because in the second round of the second DS fight, not the first, the second, you know, because in the first round, man, you know, he dropped him like three times, but he goes out there in the second round towards the second half of it. Diaz started, you know, pinning him up against the fence, started landing big combinations, which he is known for. And it almost seemed like Connor was kind of gassing out, kind of checking out. But at the same time, that was an MMA fight. The clinch exchanges are much different. But man, going into someone else's sport, I gotta, I gotta, I really do have to question how the cardio is gonna hold up. Yeah, you know, I kind of agree. You know, my thoughts on the fight is I think McGregor will come out early, throwing the left straight. But 
as the fight gets into the later rounds, the difference in sports is just gonna is gonna show. I think Floyd's just gonna run away with it. I'm not sure if he's gonna get a finish because you know uh, I did hear a top ten MMA fighter say that he's went twelve rounds with Floyd. It was sparring, not you can mention it. Kevin Kevin Lee said he went twelve rounds with Floyd and it was completely fine. So you know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he he claimed that he went twelve rounds with Floyd and was completely fine, like not hurt at all. So we'll see. So I, I'm not sure if uh, McGregor's gonna get finished, but I, I see like a a one nineteen one eleven uh, scorecard. I mean, he might win a round. I I highly doubt it, but he'll he'll land some laughs. But he'll get he'll get his ass whooped. The thing is, like one interesting thing that Vic brought up was that you know McGregor's not known for really using that right hand, and in boxing, man, you gotta use both them weapons, man. You got to set up that jab. You got to rip it to the body. And I feel like Mayweather will be able to kind of time the setups of McGregor. He's going to get a read on it. But at the same time, you know, something that you talked about earlier in the show, that distance and that timing, can McGregor use MMA elements without kicking, without takedowns, and without a Muay Thai clinch? It's going to be real interesting. That's what I'm really interested to see, if he can use that in-and-out dart movement and, you know, if it's going to frustrate Floyd or is Floyd ready and prepared for that. So uh, allegedly he's been bringing MMA fighters in as well to spar with. So uh, we'll see. Now, Vic, is it weird or almost completely inaccurate that people are comparing this fight to CM Punk versus Mickey Gall? Oh, yeah, for sure. It doesn't even make no damn sense. I mean, uh, McGregor, first of all, McGregor was a boxer. He was an amateur boxer. I don't know how many amateur boxing fights he had, but I know he boxed for several years, at least two or three or maybe even more years before he went to MMA. So he's boxed before. Obviously, he's not going to, you know, he's, he's not going to be on the caliber of Floyd. But, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's completely one up, one sport throws punches. The other one is a, is a fake wrestler who didn't have an amateur wrestling background, had no, nothing in his life, uh, no fighting in his life. So, yeah, it's totally different. I mean, definitely McGregor has a better chance to win an MMA, I mean, to win a, this boxing fight and CM Punk does it to fight a world-class fighter and be him for sure. Yeah, no, I mean, you have to agree with that because CM Punk, like like he said, he's never fought a day in his life, whereas McGregor, <laughs> McGregor's been in real fights, you know what I'm saying? He's been full-mounted, he's been choked out, you know? He's knocked dudes out with kicks and obviously the left hand. So it's going to be very interesting. Now, what's your opinion of people comparing this to, to CM Punk? You know, because one thing about the boxing community for this fight specifically is that they're overly confident to a point where, you know, they're making it seem like it's just some random MMA oh. boxer going in there. And I understand because, you know, for the most part, a lot of the MMA guys don't have, you know, the best hands. But McGregor ain't, well, ain't just anyone. It's completely different. Like you guys said, CM Punk had no fights. And at the time, Mickey Gall had like, what, one or two fights and fought Mike uh, Mike Jackson, who's a cool dude, by the way. And... Uh, who else? Some guy on the local scene before that. So it's completely different. We got two world champions. So it may, it's definitely uh, a wrong c- comparison. Now, this is the question that I've been asking all week. And Vic, I want to know your take on this first, man. Can McGregor bend the rules and utilize borderline MMA techniques, possibly in the clinch, to gain an advantage and give Mayweather a new look? I, I, I don't see it. I mean, I think if he's smart, he'll try to tie his arms up and... Um, uh, Try to tie his arms up and um and maybe gas him out like in a public uh, situation, just like uh you know, like just like wrestlers do, like ready to tour with ten people on the fence and and pump them and, and, and dirty box them and make them do that. The problem with it is, is um a ref's gonna break that up 
And if Mayweather's smart, he's just going to relax his arms and, and let let them do all whatever they want to do, whatever he wants to do, you know, with the, with the gripping and tugging on the arms and stuff. And then he's going to let the ref break it up, and then he's going to, uh, you know, he's going to be fine because the, the ref's going to break it up when he, the moment it gets tied up within a couple seconds. But one thing, you know, I, I never thought about until you know, I was thinking about that since you said that is that you know a good possibility that could also happen is. Mayweather tries to crack him on the break and, and, and could get, you know, points taken away. And I mean, think about this. What if Mayweather, if Mayweather, I mean, not Mayweather, but McGregor, if McGregor cracked him on the break and caught him clean and dropped him or finished him or whatever on the break and got DQ'd in his mind, he still won. You know, so that's just might be a little sneaky tactic he might be planning too. You know, you never know. Yeah. Now, another thing that I think we should be aware of is, or at least we should guess on, is this ref going to be super strict with Connor? Because, you know, I know a lot of eyes are going to be on, you know, is he going to try to utilize MMA techniques? Because if he does, man, he's going to get DQ'd on the spot and a very hefty fine. That being said, you go back and you watch that first Madonna fight, and Madonna was able to make it a dirty fight. He still lost, but he was able to make it a dirty street fight, and... What he did, you know, while doing that was he utilized some MMA techniques. He utilized a tie clinch. He even sh- he <laughs> shot in for a takedown. And Floyd almost went through the ropes. And the ref didn't take a single point. So, you know, I'm wondering, man, do you think if McGregor tries to do similar shit, that is the ref going to be more strict on him? You know, I feel like he has to do the same thing like Maidana. Like, just tr- you can you can do it, but don't go all the way with it. You know, don't, don't go overboard with it. Just you got to do it in like a, a boxing way almost. Like, Maidana's a plenty of fights so he knows what to do he knows how to make it dirty my was real dirty in that fight he was head him he was eye gouging him so he's uh he's he's real he's a real dirty fighter but a solid fighter but uh i i don't really uh look that much into it i, I think the ref's gonna be on top of things if if he even attempts or acts like he's throwing a kick or a knee or doing dirty things in the clinch they're gonna separate it they're gonna warn him several times and they're, they're gonna uh threaten him with that uh point deduction Vic, you think the ref's going to be more uh, strict with Connor if he tries to do that kind of thing? Well, you know what's crazy, I think, too, is that I think that um, uh, I do think he's going to be stricter. I think he's going to break it up and everything like that. But I, I just, um, uh, like, I don't think you can compare that to Madonna because the type of fighter Madonna is, he's already a looping overhand right, left hook, wild swinging fighter, even in boxing. And McGregor's not. McGregor's a clean, clean shot, straight in, you know, um, straight left hand, precision striker. And um, I don't think McGregor could just be a looping roundhouse fighter, bully like that, even if he wanted to. I think that he's, you know, he's trained all those years to have a skill set to, 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 to avoid stuff like that. So um, uh, I just uh, I just don't think that comparison is very accurate, you know, to, for, for them to, to compare that. And I think that, you know, the referee's going to do his job and he should have break, break it up anytime, you know, anything like that happens. Yeah, no, I mean, the only reason I brought it up because it, it's like the closest thing that anyone's ever done to MMA techniques in the boxing ring with Floyd Mayweather. But that being said, man, since you said that, now I got to ask you, do you think Floyd's going to go out there and just come right at him or do you think Floyd's going to let Conor come to him? I, you know, what's funny is, is I think that both of them are going to uh, uh, be more patient at first. I think Conor's going to eventually, you know, I think it, like the first, when I say at first, I mean like the first minute or so, minute and a half. But then I, I do think that um, uh, McGregor's going to come. I think Floyd's going to be smart the first, you know, three or four rounds. And then after that, I think that uh, I think Floyd's going to start taking over. And then he's going to, I think he's really going to break him down to the body. 
Shaq, who's going to take a back step first? I think Floyd will take a back step first, but I think he'll still win. I mean, the guy takes off the first four rounds and still probably wins three on a, three of the rounds on all the judges' scorecards. So, I mean, I think Floyd will take a back step first and still win the round. Now, if McGregor was to somehow pull this off, would this be the greatest upset in sports history? Uh, man, in sports history or combat? Sports history. Sports history. Just on the merit that you have a guy going into a completely different sport. I know they're both combat sports, but it's still a different sport. And he's taking on the greatest of all time, who's 49-0. McGregor's 0-0. If he somehow pulled off this upset, would that be the greatest upset in sports history? I'm not going to say sports history because there's been some crazy upsets just in the history of sports. But in combat sports, yeah, I'd have to say so. Just that, like you said, it's a completely different sport that he's never had a pro fight in. And to take out the pound-for-pound GOAT, the TBE, the uh, number one guy in the world. So, uh, yeah, I'd say so. Vic, I mean, in terms of the odds, it wouldn't be the greatest upset in sports history because, I mean, look, Burrell versus uh, TJ Dillashaw, the line was way crazier on that one. But in terms of the magnitude of the fight, do you think it would be the greatest upset in sports history if McGregor won? I actually do in all sports just just because Mayweather has never lost. And just because the roster of who Mayweather has beat, I mean, Mayweather has beat Pacquiao. He has beat Canelo. He has beat Mosley. He has beat Del Hoya. I, I do think this is, I think it would be by far the greatest upset in um, uh, sports history just because Floyd Mayweather has never lost and um, he has the best record in boxing history. Uh, Tied with Rocky Marciano, the best record ever. And no one else has that. And then he wins this fight, he'll, he'll, he'll um, have the, the best record. And you can say, oh, well, the 50th ones didn't count because he's fighting MMA guy, whatever. Those dudes back in the day used to have a bum in the month club, so it's not like they, they fought all hard competition like they acted like they did back then. Uh, no, I 100% agree, man. I do think if McGregor wins, this will be the greatest upset in sports history because, like we already mentioned a million times, he's going into a, another man's sport. And he's not just fighting any other boxer. He's fighting the greatest boxer of all time. With an, He's got an 0-0 record, and Mayweather's 49 No, It's just, uh, if he did this, man, I mean, can you think of some, you know, big upsets some big in upsets sports? in sports? Um. I remember, like, as a kid, the Boston Red Sox were, like, down 3-0 to the Yankees, and they came back and uh, won the series 4-3, you know, being down. No one at the time had ever done that. A 3-0 on, on games. Yeah, 3-0 on games, and they came back and won the World Series. Um, man, there's been some – the NCAA tournament has some uh, big upsets all the time every year. Um, I remember when Duke Duke lost to Mercer. Mercer was, like, plus 5,000. Uh, like the betting line yeah, was plus Mercer 5, in Georgia, the school, you know. <laughs> See, but the thing with with those, you know, in terms of the odds, that's a crazy upset. But yeah. like, I, I don't know who the fuck those guys are. Exactly. Whereas, yeah, yeah. whereas I go to the store and random people are talking about Mayweather for McGregor. Sure, that's why. Sure. That's why I'll say combat sports because sports. There's so many different sports. I'm sure, like, there's plenty of things that we could think of. It's gonna be the talk yeah. of the town yeah, and the sure. world if McGregor can pull this yeah. off somehow. So, now I got to ask you guys, and I wish there was a prop on this, over or under 4.9 million buys? You know, I'm going to go under. I don't think it'll hit 4.9 million. I think it'll hit a million for sure, but 4 or 5 million buys, I don't think so. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. Football season's kicking in right now. I think some people's attention will be elsewhere. I think it'll still do great pay-per-view numbers, but under 5 million. Vic, over or under four point nine million buys? Who 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 did the four point nine million? Was that was that Floyd, was that Floyd in in Pacquiao? 
I believe so. It was around there. But what is 4.9 is the record? Around there, 4.7, 4.8. I mean, it's definitely around that number. Slightly less than five. Uh, okay. Um, I think that um, – that they'll beat. I think they'll beat the Pacquiao, uh, uh, the Pacquiao, um, uh, and Mayweather fight. I do. I do that. I don't know what that was. If that was four point nine, then I think that they'll beat it. Um, so they, they, if if it's, if that fight was four point nine, then yeah, I think that, I think they'll beat that number. I do. If, I thought it was like four point six or something like that. But so if it's four point, if the Pacquiao Mayweather fight was four point six, I don't think that. They're going to go all the way to five, but I do think whatever that number was, I think McGregor and Mayweather beat it. I just looked it up; it was four point six. Okay, that's yeah, that's what I thought, and I'm, uh, I think they'll beat that number. I don't know about four point nine; I don't know. So here's how I feel, and I, I hope I'm dead wrong because I'm going to go with under four point nine. And once again, I hope I'm wrong. I hope this is the biggest pay per view in in sports history. I hope it's over five million. But the reason that, and the reason it could be over is because. Unlike the Pacquiao fight, so everyone wanted to see the Pacquiao fight. You know, Pacquiao, he's got a country behind him. He's got, you know what I mean, all these things. But he doesn't really hype the fight up. He doesn't really talk that much. Whereas Mayweather, he he carried that promotion on his back. In this fight, it goes both ways. You got two guys that are promoting the fight. Two, you know, alpha male, mega confident dudes that got these unbelievable personalities. And people want to see both of them get in there and fight. People want to see either guy win or get knocked out. So for that reason, it could go over. The reason I think it's going to go under is actually based on what Shaq said. There's so much shit going on in the world right now that I do think people are going to, you know, a lot of people are going to be watching. Don't get me wrong, but I do think that not that many, not as many as we think are going to be buying it. And just because, you know, there's so much shit. We, people are hating the president. There's a solar eclipse going on the other day. You know, football's coming up. <laughs> so much shit. So I'm going to go with under, but I hope I'm dead wrong on that. Now... Shaq, I gotta ask you, man. In your opinion, what's the most impressive performance by both Floyd and Connor? Uh, most impressive performance by Floyd Canelo. I mean, he pieced them up. It was one of the most uh, beautiful counter punching performances I think I've ever seen. Um, McGregor, uh, Jose Aldo, thirteen second KO. Even the Eddie Alvarez fight. I mean, that was pretty uh, pretty good too. But I'm gonna go Jose Aldo for Connor and uh, Canelo for Floyd. So Vic. What's the most impressive performance by both guys? You know, I, it's funny. I got to go with the exact same one. The exact same one. I mean, Canelo was, yeah, they would say, oh, yeah, he's a little young. He's a little young. He's kind of on like 23 years old or something like that. But the dude already had, you know, 40-plus professional fights. And I mean, the girls since he was 16 years old. So he had eight years of being a pro. So he wasn't new to the game. And um, he's bigger, way, naturally way bigger guy. And um, that was definitely – to me, was Floyd's uh, uh, most impressive performance, and then the Jose Aldo performance, uh, because I, I just think, you know, Jose was undefeated for 10 years, and um, like you said, the Eddie Alvarez fight was was impressive, but I think I think Jose Aldo would, would, would beat the shit out of Eddie Alvarez. So, I thought, realistically, I think that was, that, that was definitely his best performance, was, uh, was McGregor's best performance with the Aldo fight. And real quick, before I, I give my opinion, what do you think about this Justin Gaethje versus Eddie Alvarez fight? Because I know tons of you guys want that Eddie Alvarez fight, and it looks like uh, Justin Gaethje got that lottery ticket. Man, I think I think you know I think it's I, I mean this sounds like a far fetched theory, but I think um uh, it, this it, it's all this is all premeditated by the UFC. I think that um 
they're using Eddie Alvarez. They're trying to use Eddie Alvarez as a, as a, um, a sacrificial lamb for Gaethje because I think they're going to try to use Gaethje as a sacrificial lamb against Connor. And I, and I thought that for a while now, the only thing that, you know, messes up my theory a little bit is the fact that they're giving Kevin Lee and, and, and Ferguson an interim belt. But I've always thought that uh, ever since the, the, the Gaethje thing in there, I was already talking about fighting for a title, this and that. And then Connor even retweeted or tweeted something about the fight, stuff like that. I thought that, you know, that doesn't mean Eddie Alvarez kept going there and land a shot and win. But I think the longer the fight goes, he's going to get broken down if he doesn't land a big shot. And um, the UFC um, thinks he's shot. They realize he's done. Um, there's 10 people in the division right now that would whip Eddie Alvarez's ass, including myself. And, um, uh, yeah. It's just, uh, I think they're trying to use him as a sacrificial ram so so, when, so Gaethje can get that big fight or whatever is what I think. But we'll see. Uh, man, that's a, that's a good theory, you know. Uh, Gaethje, he's violent, but like uh, I, I think he's got some holes in his game. So uh, I wouldn't be shocked if Eddie found that shot. But like you said, Eddie's on his way out. But uh, that's a good theory you have. How do you, I mean, think about this. I mean, McGregor is going to touch Gaethje right on the chin and knock him out. Yeah, Stylistically, sure. unless Gaethje can just break his legs down, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I think that you know it's a great matchup for McGregor. McGregor's going to catch him and just just bust that chin, you know. Yeah. And you know, uh, with the Michael Johnson fight, you know, it it was an impressive performance, but a lot of people forget that he got walloped about like thirty times, and the fact that you know there were some rumors about uh, Michael Johnson's habits outside the cage, and you know, Michael Johnson, he, he's when his back's against the wall, he's very good, but. Like uh, Kevin Lee said, he's got like 30 fights and he's lost half of them. So You know, it's so interesting that Michael Johnson, let's talk about that for a sec because he's the best 500 fighter on the planet. You know why? Because, look, I know he's a 500 fighter, but on his best day, he can I beat mean, Edson Barbosa. He can beat Dustin Poirier. He can beat Tony, Tony Ferguson. But on his worst day, he's losing to Paul Sass and shit. Vic, Vic, you think there's any chance you and Michael Johnson can throw it out? I know you'd love to take his ranking. Um, I don't think right now that that's a chance because I got offered another fight um, earlier today. So I, I, that's in the works, and we're going to see about that. Can't say anything yet, but it wasn't him. I'll say that. My opinion, the most impressive performance by both Floyd and Connor. Look, I thought both of you guys brought up some great examples. I mean, the Canelo fight, you can't go wrong with that. But since you guys both listed that, let me go with something else. I want to go with both Madonna fights, and I'll tell you why. I understand that a lot of people thought that, you know, maybe Floyd didn't look as good in the first one, but I think it was just the style matchup of, you know, Madonna's this wild brawler, and I felt like Floyd made the proper adjustments in there. I mentioned earlier how he was freezing him up with body shots. No one ever talked about that. He stunned Madonna a lot of times. If you actually go back and you listen to the corners, you know, by the 10th round, Madonna's corner is telling him, do you want this shit? I mean, you're giving <laughs> it away now, man, because, you know, he came out so hard early, and Floyd figured him out, and then... You know, after that fight was over, a lot of people thought Madonna won. So the rematch got scheduled, and Floyd, I mean, I believe he beat him 11-1 to 1 or 12 nothing in the rematch. So the fact that he can make those kind of adjustments, it just, you know, it further cements him as the greatest boxer of all time. And I 100% agree with both of you guys when you say that Aldo would whoop Eddie Alvarez. And in terms of what that win means, it is a greater win than the Eddie Alvarez performance. But in terms of just overall, you know, getting to see all elements of the game, even though we didn't see his ground game, but still, he stuffed all the takedowns of Eddie Alvarez, he got on top of him, he nullified a knee bar attempt, landed nice ground and pound, and his distance in that Eddie Alvarez fight was just on a different level, and the confidence he brought into the cage that night, and that was his 55 debut in the UFC, man, and he won the belt that night, so for me, that was his greatest performance. Now, 
we got to get down to the final prediction. So, Shaq, the final prediction for the money fight Mayweather-McGregor. What do you got? Um, I'm going to go with uh, Floyd Mayweather by 11 rounds to one decision. Okay, so Connor's going to go out there and win yeah. a round. You think it's going to be an early one? First round. Okay. Yeah. Vic, man, what are you thinking? I'm going with McGregor. I mean, uh, <laughs> Mayweather. I'm going with Mayweather, a stoppage within nine rounds. Okay, and uh, I know you kind of alluded to earlier. You think he'd maybe take a knee from a body shot or the corner would throw in the towel. But what about a scenario where – you know, Floyd's unloading on him with volume, and it's a standing TKO, and the ref intervenes and calls it. Yeah, I think that's a possibility as well. I'm, uh, I think that it's going to be um, – I don't think uh, McGregor's just going to shell up and just take the punches. He's going to either get caught clean or he's going to grab a bunch. And then maybe – I mean, you never know. Honest to God, like, like a lot of these theories sound far-fetched, but, I mean, McGregor may be getting the shit beat out of him and start grabbing so much that he gets DQ'd. Because he's still going to get paid the same, and he's going to be like, oh, and he'll have some BS reason why he did it, and um, it won't look as bad as him getting knocked out. He may, he may get called for holding too much, and, and they, they finally DQ him because he just refuses to quit holding or something. I mean, all that's a possibility, I think. I think pretty much any of that possibility of uh, him trying any shit like that, except I don't think he's going to you know, try to kick him or do something you know, to break the rules and lose money or shit like that. But I do think that, you know, any of that's a possibility that he's going to grab him, get DQ. He's going to low blow him, get DQ. He's going to uh, tie him up in the clinch and grab it, punch him behind the head and get DQ. I think all those are possibilities. Because he don't lose any money that way. This is true. Well, man, you know, it, it's tough for me to call because I can see it going down a number of ways. And But the one thing about it is when everyone is so confident on one outcome, and I'm just saying this as a betting man. When every, whenever everyone is so confident on one outcome as it's going to happen no matter what, that's when crazy shit happens in the sport, you know, because that's how I was the first time that Burrell and TJ Dillashaw fought. And I know they're in the same sport. This is a different scenario, but still, I learned, I learned a lot as a gambling man that night because, you know, I was making dumbass mistakes like playing a minus 800 on Burrell, and I thought it was easy money. I thought he was going to smoke TJ, and, you know, I had to learn my lesson the hard way. Now, this is a completely different scenario, but it kind of reminds me of that because everyone's acting like this is going to be the easiest fight, the easiest money ever. And it might be. It might very well be. I mean, it's Mayweather we're talking about here. But I don't I don't want to count out Conor McGregor. I have to be smart and pick Mayweather, but I really hope I'm wrong. And I hope that McGregor goes out there and gets the biggest upset in sports history just because I want to see these reactions the next day. Not because I want to see any of you guys lose money. That's not the reason. I just want to see how much that would turn the world on its side, <laughs> on its back, to if McGregor went out there and did the unthinkable. So. Honestly, I, hope, I don't hope that McGregor wins. And I'm not a hater on McGregor. But um, uh, first of all, I want to see Floyd go down that 50-0. and 0. But also, I don't want to hear all these retards that really, if McGregor wins, you know it's going to be a lucky, clean punch. And I don't want to hear all these retards talking about, oh, I told you so, I knew it, I knew it, and this is shit. You know, I, I'd rather save myself than hearing all that bullshit. Well, Vic, it's funny. It's kind of like when we talked about the Rousey versus Holm fight. You know, Holm was like plus 800, and you and I talked about it after the fact, and you were telling me how all these people were like, oh, I told you so, and none of them said shit before the fact. And that's the way it always is. They're never going to say shit before it. Before. They, ne- they never do. And then, uh, or people always – I have a teammate uh, up in Maryland where I train. He, he always does this shit where he'll, like, bet the random – or just pick the randomest BS guy to win. Oh, he's going to win. Mark my words. Like, uh, somebody fought – who was it the other day that fought? 
He's like, I got him. He's going to win. And it's no damn way, you know, Denver one of those guys wasn't going to win. But then he just wants to be that guy who can say, it's such an unbelievable uh, uh, fact that the, the, the guy he's talking about was going to win that um, if, if, if he loses, no one's going to say, oh, well, you lost. You didn't know because no, no, no one expected him to win anyway. But then if he wins, he looks like a hero saying, oh, oh I got it right. I knew it. I knew it the whole time. It's just annoying, you know? <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. But I feel like in this fight, no matter who wins, there's gonna it's gonna be annoying no matter what. Even if Floyd wins, because then everyone's gonna be like, "I told you this MMA guy didn't have a chance." And so, I mean, what, what, what do you think, man? I mean, yeah. what, what do you hope happens? I know what you think is gonna. Oh, happen. I mean, I'm an MMA fan. I bet on MMA, so obviously I'm gonna cheer for the MMA guy. But at the same time, sometimes you just gotta be realistic here. I mean, he only has a left hand shot to win this fight, and. Floyd can game plan for that fairly easily. So uh, unless he just goes out, gets knocked out, which I don't think is going to happen. That's the only way I see him. But if it did happen. But if it did happen, I'd be happy for him. I mean, like you said, it would be one of the greatest uh, upsets in sports history. But And it's he's an MMA guy, so of course I'll be happy. Yes, sir. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me. This has been badass. I hope the fans enjoyed it. Follow this man at MMA Genius 05. Follow Vic at James Vic MMA. Follow me at Best Fight Picks. James, any any message for the fans before we get out of here, man? Uh, just follow me on my all my social media accounts: Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. James Vic MMA, and uh, follow me in the next few days because I'll be in out my fight. Uh, awesome, man. Soon. Well, we can't wait to find out what that is. Shaq, any any message for the fans, man? Uh, no, man. Um, just shout out to you, Vic. Keep doing your thing. I don't know how you're not in the top 15, but uh, it'll come soon. Uh, He's eventually. in the top 15 as far as we're, <laughs> as we're concerned. But, uh, you know, you're going to uh, stay patient. You'll get that big fight. Take care of this next guy, and uh, all the best to you, man. Yes, sir. All the fans, make sure you follow me on Twitter at Best Fight Picks. Go to bestfightpicks.com for the plays. Subscribe to Half the Battle on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, and Stitcher. Shaq and I will be back next week to finally cover UFC again. It's been a while, man, but Volkov and Struve are fighting in the main event at UFC yeah. Rotterdam, man. Yeah. Going to be breaking down that card. Got a good underdog play in the works for that. So until the next time, let's cash these bets.